You're listening to a podcast from the Cinema Geekly Podcast Network. We're the geeks you deserve and the ones you need right now. It's a brand new episode of Here the Walking Dead, Cinema Geekly's all-encompassing omnibus Walking Dead podcast. It's Anthony and Aurora, back talking more Walking Dead, Season 9, Episode 13, Lucky Number 13, Aurora, Choke mm-hmm. Point. Uh, and in which some of our characters actually got a little bit lucky, uh, I would say. Especially one Daryl Dixon. Uh, yes. He managed He managed to get a little lucky in this episode. I mean, it's every, everything is calculated. Anthony. <laughs> oh, so this was a plan. Yes. It may have been a plan. I don't want to I don't want to undercut Daryl. He may have He may have been like, "Uh, you know what I'm going to do? This." He's a ninja. Yeah. Uh, we learned that in this in this episode. That's true. He was very sneaky. Yeah. <laughs> uh lots of people got lucky. Uh what's his name? That kid. Uh Henry, he got lucky. Henry. In in yeah. term well in terms of of, of getting uh, a kiss or two from Lydia. Right, right. Uh, Daryl did not get that kind of lucky. He got lucky no. in the I'm still alive to talk yes. about it lucky. Uh, <laughs> so Daryl, Connie, Henry, and Lydia are taking shelter in a building from Beta's Pursuit using the structure to lay ambush for the Whisperers. Uh, also uh, going on, uh, kind of like the B-plot, entering... Uh, after entering their territory, quote-unquote, to retrieve uh, the projector bulb, the kingdom encounters a group called the Highwaymen that have stolen their gear. Ezekiel and Carol decide that they're going to try to negotiate with the group uh, instead of fighting them, which, by the way, it's a nice change of pace for The yeah. Walking Dead. Um, uh, they... Uh, ultimately end up negotiating with the group to help patrol the roads prior to the Kingdom's Fair. Uh, As the Hilltop group arrives at the Kingdom for the fair with the Highwaymen escort... uh, Well, this is actually skipping over a part here that happens in the episode. Um, So we'll get get back to that in a moment about the Hilltop group arriving. Uh, Back at the... uh, Back at the building, I guess, that Daryl, Connie, Henry, and Lydia have taken shelter in, uh, the Whisperers finally arrive. They realize that uh, traps have been set, including a very smart one that uh, requires the the actual humans to have to climb over stuff. Mm-hmm. So this mm-hmm. way, uh, they're completely separated from the rest of their undead brethren. Uh, and essentially... They kind of just get picked off one by one. Uh, Lydia, who vowed not to fight at first, uh, eventually breaks the door open uh, because she's Daryl put her in a in a room with dog to protect Mm -hmm. her uh, in case anything happens because she wasn't going to fight. But then she decides, screw it, prize open the door and dog goes to town on a couple of these whisperers. Uh, Henry gets injured, but he's going to be okay. And Daryl fends off quite a few whispers himself and then engages in 
quite the one-sided battle with Beta for a little bit uh, before Daryl manages to find his way under some floorboards and comes up from behind Beta like a ninja, Aurora. Yes. And sneakily pushes him down an elevator shaft. Uh, So as the Hilltop group arrives at the kingdom for the fair, with the highwaymen as an escort now instead of uh, bad guys, we get to see them actually helping out. Uh, Daryl vows to bring Lydia, Henry, and Connie uh, uh, away from the hilltop to hide from Elf. I think he's going to take them to Alexandria. Uh, And at the end, Aurora, like a movie villain in a horror film. Like Michael Myers. Yes. Alpha just gets up. (laughs) No broken bones. Just a little bit of blood. Mm -hmm. He's fine from this elevator shaft fall, which would have killed literally anyone else. (laughs) A little ridiculous, but... You know, hey, he's he's a big, tall, scary dude. Maybe, yeah. maybe uh, weirder things have happened. There have been people who have fallen. Uh, there's, I guess, there is a story limit that you can fall from and still hypothetically survive. Right. Whether or not you can hypothetically survive without basically any injury is another story altogether. But yeah, uh, yeah. what did you think of Choke Point? It was good. Um... I, there was so many good moments in this episode. Like I love um, when they're, uh, the kingdom, like the members of the kingdom, are talking to the highwaymen and mm. trying to convince them um, to help them. And uh, they're like, "What? What can you offer? Like, what? Why? What, what are we gaining from this?" Yes. And Carol is like, "Have you? How long has has it been since you guys seen a movie?" I <laughs> love that scene because. Okay, well, a, a couple of things I would like to touch on involving that yeah. scene. Number one, does every group have to have, like, a mysterious unveiling? Like, the highwaymen are hiding in the shadows with a bunch of mannequins all standing still. And then they all, like, move out from, like, the mannequins to, like, reveal themselves. I'm like, did you guys plan that? Was that like, hey, when they come in, we'll hide amongst these mannequins. It'll look real cool. When we start moving. I, I would love if that was true. I would love if they were like, we have to plan this really well so it looks cool. <laughs> yes. There's cameras on us, everybody. This has to look neat for the television viewing audience. Um, but the other thing is, so at first, Ezekiel uh, offers them access to the kingdom and to the fair, which mm-hmm. Highwayman leader laughs at. Doesn't think this mm-hmm. is good good enough. Uh, also, I would like to note that Jerry's sword was was stolen by the highwayman yep. when they robbed his gear. Mm-hmm. And there's a great moment where Jerry is standing there looking tough like everybody else. And then he stops and he goes over to Ezekiel and whispers into his ear, make sure to tell him to give me back my sword. <laughs> I love and it. he's like, and also Jerry would like his sword back. And Jerry walks back and then resumes his tough face pose. <laughs> It was awesome. Uh, But yeah, so the thing with Carol, where this idea pops into her head and she's like, any, like who, who amongst you, any of you, when was the last time any of you saw a movie? And Ezekiel gives the look that I had at first, which is like, what the hell? Like, Mm -hmm. why are you asking this? But then like, I don't know. It creeped into my mind that this is genius and I can see why it works. Yeah. When people are in, bad times 
when you're mm-hmm. in like the toughest of times, when you're, uh, you know, I'm not even talking about the zombie apocalypse. I mean, you can imagine multiplying uh, how bad things are for somebody living there, but just in the real yeah. world, like when things are rough for you, if you're down and out, one of the things that people tend to do is think about how it used to be. Uh, yeah. Like, I wish I could just, you know, when you have all those troubles as an adult, if you're struggling to pay your bills or mm-hmm. pay your rent, mm-hmm. like you can't help but think about, you know, when you were a kid and you just lived with your parents and you didn't have to worry about anything. Like exactly. if you could just go back, um, you know, when people are in trouble or when people are scared, uh, this is this is like a really good uh, analogy for like politics for some people as well. Uh, there's a lot of people who are scared and angry and all they want to do is go back. It's a natural feeling yeah. to want to return to what used to be because that feels safer than what currently right. is. In right. this case, at least, this is like a, wait, you guys have movies? Like movies, movies? Like <laughs> it's a return to when it wasn't like this, when they yeah. had real lives, when, mm-hmm. you know, every day wasn't like a a test of survival, uh, essentially like that being able to win them over, I think is kind of genius. Cause yeah, I mean, who wouldn't long for, you know, this to just be done. Of course we'd like yeah, this I to mean... all be over, but it's not going to be. So we're going to have to kill you and take your supplies. But the kingdom is now in a position where they're like, well, it doesn't have to be that way. Look what we right. have. Um, I mean, if I was in the zombie apocalypse and a group offered me, the chance of playing on a console and play video games, I will be like, yes, take everything I have. Yes. <laughs> Let me play some video games so I can like have some normalcy yes. <laughs> in this world. Yes. So, yeah. I mean, just getting the chance to go back a little bit is kind of all it, all it took. Like, wait, you guys can do that? Yeah. I mean, okay. Let's, mm-hmm. you know, we'll work with you on this. Uh, I would love if, 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 you know, they offered them, you know, have you seen a movie? And then they, when they go see the movie, it's like a really bad movie, like Sharknado or something like that. <laughs> you know? <laughs> but you know what? It's not I like bet. an Oscar-worthy movie. It's like a bad movie. But it's still good because, you know, it's something. <laughs> it's, I mean, it's like, look, it, if, you, if you haven't had like a drink in a long time and somebody gives you not like great water, it's still going <laughs> to taste amazing. Even Great if, water. Even yes. if the water is like a little polluted or a little dirty, like you haven't drank in five days, you're yeah. you, you need to drink something. I don't know if you can actually physically go five days without drinking anything, but uh, let's just say you're pushed to the edge of 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 your parchment, and uh, yeah. you get water. It doesn't matter if the water's like not uh, you know spring water or something. Uh, it's just good to have water. So it doesn't matter if uh, they're like, the only movie we have, Dude, Where's My Car? Is <laughs> like, this is all they've got. Oh my God, what if it was The Room? That would be amazing. Oh my goodness. <laughs> what if all they have is like Dawn of the Dead? It's just a movie about zombies. <laughs> that that will suck. That will or like suck. Zombieland, which is like a comedy yeah. about zombies. Yeah, that, that, that will be more terrible can you imagine like that's all you have to watch is just a zombie movie (laughs) horrific yeah that's that's not good (laughs) uh any other thoughts on this episode um i mean yes the fight 
between Daryl and the and Beta. Like that mm. was so good. It was, and I love I love Ninja Daryl is going underneath <laughs> the floor. I was like, what is happening? What Fully is expected to come up with like a mask on his head, like one of those ninja hoods. <laughs> And then he, you know, runs and pushes him down the elevator shaft. Yep. And he spits <laughs> on him as well. Like it's the old West. <laughs> yes. I and then, it. you know, he walks away like, you know, Daryl, he has a cool walk, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. He kind of just struts away. He with his cool walk and he gets the knife. Picks and just, up his knife. You know, that was actually so cool. really great. Agreed. Yeah. It was really cool. But I, I agree with you. I don't know how this guy is alive, Beta. Yeah. My only, my, the only theory I have is that maybe like the skin that he has over his mm -hmm. head prevented. Oh, him a little from bit of being like punctured enough or something. Yeah. Yeah. But even then I'm still confused. Like how is like looking at how he landed, how is his back not broken? Like, or his legs, his legs, his arms, yeah. he just stood up. Like it sounded <laughs> like it was pretty painful to stand up, but yeah, he got up. Yeah. Ah, it's just a tough guy. Aurora. Yeah. I think he that's, is, the, I mean, he, he is a big guy. So maybe, I don't know. It's a movie and television rule that the taller you are and uh, the thicker you are, the more indestructible you are, apparently. Yeah, I mean, I get that's why I said Michael Myers. <laughs> yeah, look at him. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I mean, Beta is only pretending to be undead, though. I think Michael Myers is actually undead or something. <laughs> he might be. <laughs> he never dies. <laughs> yeah, Beta's, Beta's just faking it. But um, yeah. So I don't know why, but for quite a while, I didn't really trust Lydia still. Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. I think I'm on board with the trusting Lydia train. It's always, you got to be careful with who you trust in this show. Yeah. But I yeah. Th I think I'm there. Like, I I think she really uh, has, like, puppy love for Henry and vice versa. Right, right. Uh, and Daryl still wanted to, like, leave her behind at points. Mm -hmm. uh, and Connie was like, no way, dude. Like, even if it puts our friends in danger, it's like, at least we have friends. She doesn't have anybody. Right. Uh, by the way, that was an interesting scene as well, because they were basically having a shouting match, but on paper. On paper, yes. And I like <laughs> the end. I like the way that they conveyed, like, you know, here's the end of the argument, because she furiously writes something down, rips the page off of the notepad and hands it to him and then stomps away. Mm -hmm, like this mm -hmm. is the end of the conversation, sir. Done. Yeah. Um, I like the faces she makes. Yeah. yeah. She's great. She's uh, amazing. Yeah. And Daryl walks in on uh, Henry and Lydia sharing a kiss. I think it's at that moment that Daryl probably in his head realizes there's no leaving her behind. Even if, mm -hmm, even if mm -hmm. he still thinks it's the right thing in his head to do, uh, to protect everybody else. He knows that like, regardless of whether or not Henry's actually in love or whether he's just kind of, you know, as I, as I mentioned before, puppy love, that sort of thing. Uh, no matter what it is, like Henry's not going to leave her behind. Right. If Lydia stays behind, Henry's staying with her, and Daryl can't have that. So Lydia's definitely coming with them. Mm -hmm. um, I, you know, I don't think it's that. I think they're going to be 
uh, I think it's going to be like a legit relationship thing. And but but what happened with Henry though? Didn't he like? Did he get cut or bit? He got stabbed with what I believe was a pitchfork. <laughs> I think one of the whisperers had like a pitchfork and like stabbed okay. him right in the leg. Because the way that they looked at his injury, it's like their faces was like he got bit, and I was like, wait, yeah. I thought he just got like hit by something. Yeah, and he couldn't have been bit anyway because all of the people that were up there fighting them were humans and not True. walkers. So. True. Um, so yeah, they're okay. Uh, or I'm, I'm pretty sure he's okay. They did linger on, linger on it for a little bit, which is a little yeah. weird, but yeah. Um, yeah. So I don't know. I think it's, they, they kind of did, uh, I don't know. I, I kept seeing, I kept hearing messages like all throughout, uh, this episode. The other, the one thing I was hearing, uh, at least this is what my ears heard when Lydia and Henry were talking about how much they hate this. Um, mm-hmm. I believe they're talking about all this fighting and living like that. It's, it. I don't know. For me, that, like, in my ears, I heard, like, it being, like, a stand-in for, like, the younger generation, like, saying I can't stand for, I hate this world, like, discrimination and bigotry mm-hmm. and things like that. Yeah, yeah. Like, it sounds like this is going to be the generation of kids that are going to want to really go full force implementing change, or at least the change that they're yeah. trying to start now. Yeah. Um, and, I mean, we've seen it with Judith too, with uh, the way that she treats Negan. Yeah. 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 It's, it's interesting that they're, they're moving in that direction. I mean, mm-hmm. eventually you do need to end, end it somehow. Yeah. And, you know, I think it would be, I think it would be a little too predictable to end the show bleakly, um, Mm -hmm. where it's like things just never got better and it's always the zombie apocalypse. Uh, You know, I think it would be, uh, I think it would be better to end the show on a note where we managed to pick ourselves up and things got better. Uh, yeah, that would actually be pretty nice for a show that's been historically bleak throughout yeah. its many seasons. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. So it'll be interesting to see if I feel like they're hinting at that sort of stuff, though, with how the kids talk about the world in which they live in. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, any other thoughts? Um, I mean, the other thing I was going to mention is that what what I said was going to happen happened, which mm-hmm. is Carol found out that Henry is not at Hilltop. <laughs> Nope, she figured it out. Yep, and she is pissed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she, I mean, the, the only thing we saw is her asking, you know, where are they? Um, but you could see it in her face that she was uh, upset. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm curious to see what happens uh, in the next episode. I don't know if, you know, maybe Carol goes and tries to find him. Yeah. Um, I mean. But yeah, I thought it was uh, funny. I would that, if I were her. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I uh <laughs> I mean I guess it's better than them trying to explain to her like, well, like these zombie mass people showed up and one of them was this teen girl and she's kind of cute and Henry sort of fell in love with her a little bit. But and... Carol and Ezekiel has they have not seen the whispers, right? No. I th- are they right. even aware that they exist? I'm not sure. I don't think so. So they'd have to explain all of this stuff to them. Yeah. 
Yeah. Okay, so are these people that dress up like zombies and they live amongst them. But get this, one of them was this teen girl, and she's kind of cute, and Henry fell in love with her. Uh, and she didn't want to go back, but we didn't have a choice but to give her back. But Henry didn't want, Henry couldn't live with that, so he chased after her, and Daryl and Connie went to go find Henry. And now we don't know where any of them are. <laughs> I'm sure that'll just ease Carol's nerves. Yeah, how are you, Carol? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so how you doing? Yeah. <laughs> I see, see you brought Jerry. Yeah. He's a nice guy. Um <laughs> Uh, so yeah, she might not be happy, uh, about all of this. Oh man. What if it, what if the showdown isn't with Daryl and beta? What if it's Carol and beta? Yeah. Like beta, like in an attempt to get his hands on Lydia, gets his hands on Henry instead Mm -hmm. to like use as like a, like a trade or something. And Carol has to go all assassins Carol on him. Yeah. This might bring assassins Carol back because she's been very shield this season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's happy, you know. She's going and you know, offering people movies, and <laughs> she's grown. She's grown her hair out. She's relaxed. Yeah, she's relaxed. Uh, this might bring her bring her uh, dark side back. Yeah, I also like. Yeah. Not only did she offer these guys movies, I like how her assumption that these guys might be willing to talk was based on the fact that they wrote them a letter that was grammatically <laughs> correct, <laughs> and. Like they're just like it can't be that bad, right, guys? Like they send a grammatically correct letter. Yeah, they seem educated. In the zombie apocalypse, <laughs> and they just said that they were going to stop people from coming to the fair unless you know they yeah, paid a toll. Yeah. They just want to open. I mean, a toll I feel bridge. like Negan would be a person that would write a, a well composed letter too, and he, mm-hmm. he was evil. Yeah, you got to be careful <laughs> with the smart ones. Yes. The, yeah. the governor da- could write a good letter too, and he was awful. Dangerous, those smart people. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay, so uh, let's before we do the the score for this week's episode, let's thank Adam Tickets for the sponsor. Uh, as always, cinemageekly.com slash Adam Tickets, or click the Adam Tickets link at the top of the page to pick yourself up some movie tickets or a gift card for the movie fan in your life. Uh, Aurora, any other thoughts on? Uh, choke point. If not, what would you give it this week? I gave it a four. Yeah, this was a solid episode. Uh, I also went with a four. Mm -hmm. I was pleasantly surprised that they did the beta Daryl fight this early Mm -hmm. before the end of the Mm -hmm. season. Uh, And it was even more surprised when I thought he had killed him. But then when I thought about it for a second, I'm like, he just shoved him down an elevator shaft, which, you know, should have killed him. But I'm like, that's not really how you take a big dude like that out, right? It's got to be more gruesome. So I was not surprised when they revealed, just like in a horror movie, that he somehow survived this thing that should have killed him. But, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, otherwise, uh, pretty pretty happy with what happened this week. A good episode yeah. of The Walking Dead. Uh yeah. All right, well, that's it for this week's episode of the podcast. Head on over to cinemageekly.com to check out the archives of the show. And, of course, you can find us on uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and Stitcher. Just search for Hear the Walking Dead and hit subscribe, and uh, that way you can hear us come back next time. Talk about Season 9 of The Walking Dead, Episode 14. It's called Scars. Scars.